You may have heard that Bally Sports is going bankrupt, but don't celebrate just yet because things likely aren't changing anytime soon, and that's bad news for the Pelicans. Let's break it all down in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked on Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Friday. Happy Mardi Gras. I hope you're, sorry, Thursday, when I'm recording this, Friday when you're likely listening to this, I hope you're enjoying yourself this week, and I know I will be, and you know what, I think we are going to have a show on Wednesday of next week as well, since there are no games and I can pre-record everything, so we'll just knock that out. So if you're interested in a topic or there's something you want to hear, let me know on Twitter, it's at Nola Jake, I've turned a couple of your questions into shows already, we got no games this week, so it gives me time to answer what you want to hear, let me know on Twitter, at Nola Jake. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by FanDuel, official sports book of Locked On, make every moment more, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started, and of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day, we're here Monday through Friday for y'all, completely free, coming to you like no one else is, breaking down the topics you want to hear, and this is a big one, the TV stuff, it's been a problem for a while, they've somewhat figured it out this year, but now is there a chance things are going to be different and you're going to get a new look broadcast package or a new way to be able to watch the games? I'm going to break it all down. What's going on with Bally Sports, Sinclair, Diamond Sports Group. I'll explain all of those terms here. So what is happening? So the Pelicans games are broadcast by Bally Sports New Orleans, part of kind of that Bally branded Uh, Regional Sports Network is what they're called, Regional RSNs, which is owned by Diamond Sports Group, which is then owned by Sinclair. They're all kind of, think of them as one thing more or less here. So what's happening is that Diamond Sports Group that owns Bally Sports is heavily in debt to the tune of over $8 billion and they have a big payment coming up and they missed it. And when you don't make your payments on things, it usually means you're heading toward a bankruptcy. And does that mean we get a new broadcast partner for the Pelicans that isn't going to charge you $20 a month to be able to just stream games online? And I'll explain all of that. So after missing that payment right now, Diamond Sports Group is in a 30-day grace period. And what they're doing during this 30-day grace period is going to work with the leagues that they owe money to. They have broadcast rights for MLB, NBA, NHL. It's something like 40-something teams total. And their creditors, they're going to work with the, the, the leagues and their creditors to come to new terms and agreements and maybe continue to make their payments. And if they're unable to do that, they enter into bankruptcy and Look, I don't love to hear the word bankruptcy. That's never fun. People's jobs are going to be at stake here. People we probably like or don't even know about who are important to the broadcast. And that sucks. And given this TV situation, it's still not an ideal thing um, to kind of root for something like that. But I get it, right? The broadcast situation for the Pelicans has not been good over the past couple of years. There has not been a streaming option for the Pelicans until this season with Bally Sports Plus, and that's maybe not ideal to most people. So when people hear Amazon's looking for broadcast rights to the NBA or NBC wants to get NBA games back, people get excited and wonder if maybe the Pelicans will switch. So 
when you hear those kind of big names, Amazon, NBC, et cetera, those are likely going to just be for national TV games, kind of like TNT or ESPN right now. Maybe you had a third or fourth partner into the mix to broadcast some of these national TV games that everyone can kind of watch that aren't subject to the blackout restrictions and some of the limitations that there are otherwise to watch Pell's games. That's not necessarily to take over kind of Bally Sports and give you an 82 game thing where you can just go and watch the game. So I don't know if people need to get too excited about that other than, hey, that's more money for the league. That means the salary cap goes up. And that's a good thing for the Pelicans trying to keep their players. And while I get the frustration about Bally Sports and Bally Sports Plus, I'll, I'll be honest, this year, you know, after the first two weeks or so of it, it wasn't working well for me. I haven't had a problem with it. It's actually gone very smoothly. The cameras have been good. They've upgraded that. Haven't had any issues getting the games to kind of play or reset or anything like that. It's been smooth sailing. They figured out some of the problems with all of that. I love Joel and I love Antonio Daniels. They're contracted by the team, by the way, instead of Valley Sports. So they won't be going anywhere. And overall, it's been fine. I think at $20 a month, $19.99, $20 a month, it's a little bit expensive for what it is, but it's an option you didn't have a year ago. And if you want to watch the team, it might suck to pay $20 a month, but it's an option. Never said it was a good option, but it's an option. And that's something that Pelicans fans haven't had. And I think that's kind of important to keep in mind. You have the ability to watch every game, no matter kind of where you live in market for it, and... You can do it from your computer. The app works on a TV. It's on Fire Stick. They just put it on my Samsung TV so I don't have to go through the Fire Stick to get it. They made it pretty easy. And again, the cameras are good. I just hide all of those stupid stat things that I don't need to see all around the broadcast. That's, I think it's been fine, to be perfectly honest, just expensive. And there's a lack of value there too, right? You know, you, you just watch the games. There's the pre and post game show with Aaron Summers, David Wesley, and Madison Hawk. And I think those are great, but there's not a lot of other content for you on there. And trust me, I tried. And that would be a way to maybe make it a little bit more palatable for that $20 a month. So people just don't like this in general because of the past stuff and the fact that it's expensive right now. Yeah, I get it. They can do so much better and put out so much more than what they're doing now, but you can still watch the games. Will you be able to though, if Bally Sports goes into bankruptcy? And the answer to that is still going to be yes, but this is where things get bad to the team and why this kind of really matters on a larger scale. If Diamond Sports Group goes into bankruptcy, likely, and I'm not a bankruptcy attorney or things like that, so there might be some other clauses in there, and we'll get into that a little bit in the next segment too, you know, usually things just kind of freeze. While the Pelicans at some point have an opt-out with Bally Sports, I don't know when it is and will they be able to exercise that if things are kind of frozen by bankruptcy? I'm not sure. Payments certainly will stop being made to the team and that's what looms large and impacts the Pelicans. If payments aren't getting made and everything just kind of in a holding pattern. Let's get into that coming up here next because that's, I think, where things really start to impact the Pelicans and why you want this to get resolved sooner rather than later and in a favorable way, even if it means you got to keep watching games on Bally Sports Plus or Bally Sports, wherever, however you're watching the games on there. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Nissan. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. It's Brandon Ingram, right? This is a guy that can go out and just be 
brilliant player at times. He can be fierce. There can be kind of elegance to his game dancing in the mid-range. It's the guy averaging almost 30 points per game over the past five, six, seven games, and he's been great. There's a duality to his game, I think. You know, a fierceness, an elegance to it all. That's been a wonderful thing. That's exactly like the Nissan Aria perfect crossover here. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence all into one EV. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive like me. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down every single thing you want to know about this team, whether it's the on-court stuff or the off-court stuff, like the TV deal that we are discussing today and how this impacts the Pelicans and, frankly, maybe it has an impact on the salary cap and what money they can spend. And maybe that impacted what they did at the NBA's trade deadline, too. And now for your next, your second listen, go check out Locked On Saints. Derek Carr, is that still an option as a free agent? Can he just sign here? Do they have the money to make it work? Ross Jackson, breaking down everything black and gold. Make sure Locked On Saints is your second listen after making Locked On Pelicans your first listen. So why does this Diamond Sports Group potential bankruptcy matter to the New Orleans Pelicans? And it's one word. Money. Money. It's not going to impact anything this year. You won't be able to watch the games in a different spot this year. Most of the rights payments have already been made. If there's any left, they're small amounts. So New Orleans, the Pelicans, have likely been paid by Bally Sports, by Sinclair, by Diamond Sports Group, however it all is. I kind of refer to them as one thing already. So the money's come in, which is which is good, right? If someone owes you, you want to have that money coming to you. In, in the words of Rihanna during the Super Bowl, right? Someone better have my money. And that's already been done. So most of the payments have been made. The question is, if things get frozen, will the Pelicans get the payments next year? Will they get that money? Is this money that they're truly relying on or is it kind of lanyap and they're going to be okay or they have cash reserves on hand that if they don't get this money right away, everything will be fine if they can't opt out of this deal? And maybe they can't. The league that's going to be most impacted by this is Major League Baseball. They're starting spring training like this week, next week, something like that. And that means their games are going to be broadcast soon. And if the Diamond Sports Group is in bankruptcy, are payments going to get made once those games start getting broadcast? Or are they just going to get broadcast and the teams in the league aren't going to get paid? That's not an ideal situation, giving your product away for free like that. The good news is Major League Baseball seems to be ready for this. They've said they will broadcast the games and they kind of have plans for all of that and it shouldn't be a problem if that's the case. Simply getting the product out to fans is important because if you can't watch the games, no one cares. But you also still need the money coming in and that doesn't mean that it is even if they're ready to kind of just take the rights back and start broadcasting games. The way the Pelicans in the league make the money is the Pelicans get paid from Valley Sports, Diamond Sports Group, you know, in payments because they go, okay, we'll give you the rights to broadcast Pell's game, say, for $10 million. And I don't know what the number is. It's not a super high number per year. Um, so I don't know if that's good or bad or whatever it is. You know, for $10 million a year, let's call it $100 million a year just to make the numbers easy. We'll give you $100 million a year. We get to broadcast the games. And then Valley Sports goes and sells that package to cable companies. That's something called carriage fees and all that that you've heard about. They recoup some of that $100 million that way. They sell the advertisement and make money that way. And hopefully they make a profit. Pelicans don't have to do all of the work. So on and so forth. It's kind of like just 
basically hiring a you know subcontractor, private contractor to do a lot of that stuff for you so that you don't have to pay them health insurance and things like that and deal with some of the logistics. Here's your money. You've got to just go and do your job. That's kind of what's going on here. But if they don't get the money from that, what's, is, is that a problem? Is that a problem? You know, that Josh Richardson move was partially a salary dump, was partially a salary dump to get under the luxury tax next year because they don't want to potentially pay it. Well, if you don't have whatever the money coming in from Bally Sports Plus is, can you pay the luxury tax if you have an opportunity to get a good player and go into it? And I'll be honest, I don't know if they do or not. They might. They might be fine. But given that this franchise is operated cheaply, the thought of them not getting some money in <laughs> worries me. It does. It might be fine. It might not be. But it's a question that is absolutely fair to ask right now. Even if the Pelicans take back the rights, okay, and then broadcast it, say, through pelicans.com or on YouTube. Just, just stream it live on YouTube. Or go through a local partner. You know, Fox 8 could be one, I think, that they look to partner with in the future. If you do that and you're just doing it yourself, are you, you're not selling the rights for that $100 million. All of a sudden now, you know, you are spending way more money to try and just recoup some of that. And that's not ideal either. So they can get the game out there, which is important, but it doesn't mean it's profitable or that everything is fine and it still impacts their bottom line. That's why this whole situation, as excited as you might be about getting away from Valley Sports Plus, it could be a disaster for the Pelicans in some of these teams. They need those that money from selling the rights to their broadcast. And if they do that themselves... Well, there's no one giving them money to broadcast the rights because they're the ones doing it. You might be able to make money in the subscriptions and things like that, but you also need the infrastructure in place for that. You need the people to handle that sort of stuff. So all of a sudden you're paying salaries, you're paying benefits, right? This becomes a very, very big undertaking. And I'll talk more about that in the next segment a little bit too, when we kind of look at what the ideal scenario should be for the New Orleans Pelicans. Those are all those things that really factor into all of this. And I don't know how this is going to go. For me, to be perfectly honest with you, as much as I don't particularly love the product from Bally Sports Plus, I think it's fine. $20 a month is a little too high. I'm lucky to be in a position where I can afford that. So it doesn't hit me as much. If you're not, this is a different conversation for you. And I completely understand. It's fine, though. It does its job. I watch the games. I'm happy. Simple as that. And I know the Pelicans to a lot of season ticket holders gave out free Bally Sports Plus subscriptions, kind of subsidizing it to make sure that they were able to watch those games because they didn't want to alienate the fan base kind of like that. You know, particularly the season ticket holders who go and watch the home games, but then don't watch, you know, wouldn't be able to watch the away games. And that might make you not want to renew your season tickets if you don't have that same connection to the team. So simply getting the product out there is a very good thing. But the ideal scenario is none of this happens. The Pelicans keep making their money from Bally Sports Plus, don't need to worry about this, have their budget and kind of forecasting figured out, and then eventually just find a better option for this when the timing is right, which I don't know if it is right now, and then do that. Whether that is Fox 8, whether it's another local TV channel, whether it is just streaming it digitally themselves, maybe it is partnering with like an Amazon or an NBC Sports and creating a new channel in the area and dealing with all of that. But I don't know if the timing is right for that, because if it was, would they have re-upped with Bally Sports Plus this past year? And I think the answer to that is kind of obvious, right? So as much as you might be happy that Bally Sports Plus, screw them, right? Going under. And I'm sad. There's people I care about that work for those organizations, and I don't want to see them potentially going through anything like this. You know, there's a human element to it. It still would have been better if this doesn't happen for the team and eventually they just leave and go a different direction. 
But what would that direction ideally be? What would be the best case scenario for the New Orleans Pelicans, or what should they do? What would be the most fun, too, I think is worth considering. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar out there. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to go with Built Bar or Built Bar Puffs. Uh, These are my secret weapon in losing weight, putting on more muscle, and just genuinely being more healthy. I like to eat. I like things that taste good. I got a big sweet tooth. You throw candy in front of me, there's a good chance I'm going to devour it. Well, what if that candy basically is healthy? What if you put a candy bar in front of me and it has only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein, and it comes in a delicious flavor like cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff? I'm going to eat that, and I'm going to feel good about it, and that's what I do every single day. Built Bars come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond, and they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. You're going to think you're eating a candy bar. They taste that good, except it's actually healthy for you and the macros are great. And I've been telling you for years to go to built.com and order them, but now you can just go to Walmart, walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars. You can go to Sam's Club, grab a 13 bar box of the hit flavor brownie batter or churro. Churro is one of my favorite. Go to Sam's Club, go to Walmart, go to built.com, order your built bars. You can thank me later. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all completely free, coming to you like no one else is. No days between shows, weeks between shows, that happens. We're here Monday through Friday. Don't charge you. If you want to support the channel, best thing you can do, don't give me money. I won't accept it. Just comment down below on YouTube or leave a five-star review with a comment wherever you get your podcast. Simple as that. Feel free to tell a friend about the show. You're on the parade route. You're talking Pelicans. Tell them you listen to Locked On Pelicans and show it to them on your phone right then and there. Get them listening in. Let's grow the channel organically that way too because we're coming to you talking about the things you want to hear like this and if you have topics you want to hear about and i've got some good ones planning all the shows out for next week there will be five shows let me know on twitter with your question and maybe it'll get answered or turned into a whole show so we're talking today about valley sports plus and the potential bankruptcy there and i've said i don't think this is a good thing for new orleans even if you might be excited that they're going kind of under. And nothing's going to happen for the next 30 days. And then, you know, they go into bankruptcy and things get frozen. Nothing's going to fundamentally change this season. Maybe by the time next season rolls around, maybe, but this doesn't seem like it's going to be the easiest thing to do. And it likely is just creditors kind of take over the company and continue to run it till they find another seller for it. Because there's going to be so many different groups probably involved that have different interests in this and don't want to see and like sell it off for parts because you can't really sell it off for parts. So... That is something to keep in mind that it's likely not like celebrating, woo, we're done with it. It's it's likely here for a while and the Pelicans just won't be getting paid. But what's the ideal scenario? You know, what would be the move for New Orleans? You know, I think partnering with an NBC Sports, another local broadcaster to kind of sell them the rights and just go from there would be the best move. The ideal move would be something like NBC Sports or another RSN that has money that will give the Pelic- it will give it to the Pelicans and then kind of handle all of the heavy lifting, the infrastructure, the, the nitty gritty stuff, the day to day themselves. The Pelicans, while they have people equipped to deal with broadcasts and things, probably don't have all of the employees you need. The people running cords around, right? The cameramen are played, paid by Bally Sports and others that doesn't come from the Pelicans. To be able to do that is a massive undertaking. The amount of money you'd spend just hiring people takes a lot, right? 
figuring out the salaries and the time. I don't know if that's something you can do by the start of next season. And I don't know if that's something the Pelicans necessarily want to do. Do you need to hire more HR people to be able to manage this? Do you need to hire and pay probably a big salary to someone to run this whole thing? You can do all of that if you bring it in-house and then sell the rights yourself. But is it that profitable? If it was that profitable, wouldn't the Diamond Sports Group not be going bankrupt right now? Is that something the Pelicans actually want or is it better to kind of subcontract this, this situation out? And I feel that's truly what it is. For, for their bottom line, there's a difference here. I think the best thing would be bring it in-house. Bring it in-house, produce everything yourself and spend the money. It's not my money, right? This kind of goes to the luxury tax thing. I think they should pay it. They're not going to. And I need to kind of factor that in when projecting out moves they should do. And when we talk about all that, but in a perfect world, spend the money, hire more people in New Orleans. Then they live here. That helps the economy. You know, there's, there's an effect like that, right? Create more jobs. You can do that. That's a wonderful thing as opposed to farming it out to other people. And who knows what they do with it? I think that's a great thing. I just don't know if that's realistic or how profitable it is. I think with time, they could make it an insanely popular and profitable thing. Look at Grind City Media with the Memphis Grizzlies. It's their their media wing of kind of that team and all that they do. They produce awesome content that's profitable, I believe, for them. And it, people consume it at high levels. Do you go to pelicans.com a lot to really look at things? Pro- probably not. Do you go to the Pelicans YouTube channel or do you come here? You know, when you think about those kind of media consumption habits, the Pelicans aren't putting out probably enough for you to like truly want to go and do all of that. And I'm cool with them operating like that. Gives me a space to be able to do it, whereas I might be drowned out otherwise. Same for other media in the area too. I think this is only a good thing that New Orleans isn't taking that approach and lets people like me create that and kind of fill the void. Same for local broadcasters, local TV anchors, local writers and things like that, that it's not kind of the state-run media that gives independent people a voice to also fairly criticize the team like we did in yesterday's show when that's needed. That's, I think, there's an important place for all of that, I truly believe. So as much as I'd like them to bring it in-house, I think it's an awesome move. I'm, I'm very good with them just kind of contracting it out. Find another you know partner that wants to do that and coordinate on the content with them. You know, say we want to put some people more out there and get them out there and create other shows around some of the people that we we have and kind of invest in a small handful of people working with the TV partner that way. That way they get the money. They don't have to spend other crazy amounts on it and they know what they're getting. They're cool with that number and that's that. And it's just kind of as simple as that. And I think that can be a really important thing because I don't think New Orleans is prepared to bring it all in-house just yet. If you put it on, you know, Fox 8, let's use an example. Is Fox 8 going to pay them a lot of money for that? No. And so the Pelicans are probably losing money then. And that could be a problem. It comes down to what I said in that second segment, one word, money. That's what this is all about. Makes it kind of not fun. It's the reality of the situation. And that's why I don't think that I really like what Diamond Sports Group is going for because it really could negatively impact this team in some way. Imagine they can't pay the luxury tax next year because they're so worried about not getting the money from Diamond Sports Group, Valley Sports Plus Sinclair. That's not an ideal world to live in. Just get, you know, something better have my money. Simple as that. 
Let me know what you think. Are you still excited about it? Did I change your mind at all? Let me know in the comments down below on YouTube or simply let me know what your favorite Mardi Gras parade is. Your favorite Mardi Gras crew. That's a good question that everyone is always talking about this time of year. Let me know in the comments down below. And if you have a question you want to hear on the show, at Nola Jake on Twitter. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with y'all on Monday.